0: to the Hack Your Mindset podcast with me, Jenny Winterleach, the Mindset Hacker. So wherever you are today and whatever it is you're doing while you're listening to this, settle in and enjoy the ride. Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Flying Changes Mindset and Performance Show with myself, Jenny Winterleach. I am thrilled today to be joined by the lovely, lovely Amanda Birch. Hi, Amanda. Good morning, all. Um, Amanda is Amanda Birch Dressage Music and um, we've known each other a few years now and uh, various horses you've helped me with music and doing all sorts of things um, but we haven't had a catch-up in ages so this might be a little bit of a catch-up this morning. <laughs> well I well, I
1: feel like I've been isolated and shut away so yes.
0: This will be our virtual coffee today so join <laughs> us everyone for a virtual coffee with Amanda today. We do get into some juicy topics though so we're going to be covering Awesome. She's got her coffee. Going, covering all sorts of fabulous stuff. So, Amanda, tell us a little bit about what got you into what you do today. Because I know what you do today isn't what people probably think. You just do. You do a whole lot more, don't you?
1: I do do a whole lot more, and it, it did start off um, oh, 25 years ago when I was a, a teacher for riding for the disabled. I volunteered for riding for the disabled, and we all had to be assessed. And as an instructor, you have to have a final assessment um, with a group of riders. And on the day before my assessment, I found out that I wasn't going to be working with the riders that I knew. I was going to be working with a whole different set of young riders with different abilities. Um, So what do you do? How do you communicate with these people? Now, I've always used music to help me ride. Um, and so I thought, let's put some music together because we can make it feel like a party. The, the riders can join in. Um, and it was then I suddenly realized that that's my point of communication. Um, the horses that I work with all knew the rhythms that I work with and they just interpreted those to the riders. And it was incredible, even riders that really didn't have vocabulary, who, who weren't um, adept at understanding what I said. If we played a piece of trot music and the horse went, oh, we're gonna trot, off we went. Um, and so that that was my assessment. I became a, a, an instructor, a qualified instructor for riding for the disabled and always use music. And that started the displays. We would go out and do fundraisers um, with the horses doing displays with the riders, with the music. And it was wonderful. I had, um, at the time, moved to Surrey. Unfortunately, he was lucky, uh, lucky enough to be um, given a horse to compete. So, so well, we might as well do dressage music. I'm using it with my riders. How's it going to work for me? And we began to compete. He was an ex-show jumper. And I wasn't in a position to say, oh, good God, you're going to give me a free horse. It's got to be a dressage horse would never have been so rude. So there I was with the darling Vlack Galdor. And um, it was very exciting at first because he wanted to be show jumping and he wanted to be covering the ground quite quickly. Um, But we began to train with music and he learned that the rhythm was in the music. And that was really what helped me with a horse. that He didn't frighten me, he didn't intimidate me, but sometimes... The dressage was a little bit out of control, but as soon as our music came on, he would begin to flow with me. And that was when I found harmony. So from riding for the disabled to then the first horse that I could say I started competing, taking out, you know, the the day we trotted down the centre line and Hickstead in the international arena, um, I was quite a proud moment. Yeah, we used to love doing costume classes, and there we were. That was amazing. Kind of my dream come true, and little yeah. did I realize it was the beginning of a dream.
0: Wasn't it oh, just okay? So I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you at the beginning of the dream there because um, a lot of people think that dressage to music is about fitting the rhythm of the horse, fitting the beat, putting something together that works, and I know from the years that we've done things and the things I've heard you talk about and the conversations we've had, it's far deeper than that, isn't it? So tell us just a little bit more about why you've got such a a real passion for it on a much deeper level than just fitting the steps of the music and making it walk, trot, canter and making it work.
1: It's a lovely question because I I think people don't always get me. Yes, I'm a little bit of a fool. I like to provide harmony. So it's very easy. You look at the provision of, say, music for competition. And in general, people will, even in British dressage, uh, they say, yeah, count your beats per minute. The most boring thing you could ever wish to do is to sit on your horse and try counting how many times his feet hit the ground in a minute. But but you can do it that way. And you could sort of compete fairly well. Um, And to me, that's a dressage test with music running behind it. The world of riding your horse within music is completely different. So I like to work one-to-one with people. And it isn't necessarily for competing, just for competing. It's the whole thing. You can, I, for example, I work with the retraining of Racehorse Trust um, and they called me in. You know, it, it's wonderful. They didn't, I guess, really get what I do, but they knew that I work with a few off-track thoroughbreds. Um, and you meet a thoroughbred that's off the track, doesn't really know what this new job is, wants to, um, the rider's apprehensive put on a piece of music the right piece of music that they can ride within and it's like a balance point you can see where the horse and the rider and the music suddenly become one and i can see the point when i'm teaching where the horse goes oh my god is that what you want you want me with you within this rhythm you think about the scales of training the basis is rhythm. And once we have that, really everything else is easy. I love working on the psychology of how the music works. So I studied NLP, neuro linguistic programming, which was initially to help me how your brain processes work, how you can align them, how you can visualize your outcomes. Um, that works well within the music. So we can create a piece of music that gives you the feeling of being in harmony with your horse, thinking about what the goals are that you want to achieve. Um, If there are any anxieties that we know our horses pick up on, um, we can iron those out with the right music. Very often when people choose music to compete, they'll, they'll come to me and say, I want this piece of music and you listen to it and it's far too hectic or far too heavy or far too quiet, because maybe the horse hasn't explained to them what they need, yet when you see a horse and rider working within their own music, you feel their their harmony. I usually would see a rider in the school and be chatting to them, trying to put them at their ease whilst them playing little bits of music in the background. When you see the point where both the horse and rider engage with the task, you know that you're getting there with the right piece of music. So we don't just design a test. We start off working on what piece of music can really give you what you want instead of going into the arena or instead of going into school every day thinking oh my god he's going to do this you know that you're in charge of the moment so it, i want my riders in the moment mindfulness with music really so i suppose we won't call mm. it dressage with music we'll call it mindfulness with music
0: yeah amazing and i mean i've had the incredible experience of this many times with you that i know i've said to you oh, um, I want this piece of music or what have you. And I've come in and you've gone, OK, you know, and then you've played about with some other options and some different things, maybe in a similar vein or a similar genre or something. And you've really looked and, and, and my mare has gone that piece that's that's my that bit there that's my music and it's incredible and and what i love as well about the fact that the way you use music and the way you can do things is what because your horse just gets into that rhythm and it does feel the vibration of it and things it does know it doesn't it that actually um you, that it um you feel it click it's the funniest feeling and 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 you've said to me go and do this thing and I've been a bit like oh I'm not sure about that or you know my horse has been spooky that day or something's not being okay or I'm a bit worried about something and you've put on a piece and gone just just concentrate on the music that's all you need to do concentrate on the music and the horse is going yeah mum come on just concentrate on the music and it comes together doesn't it it's, it really is magic honestly I cannot Describe the way that you do it. I love because it is magic There, there's no other way of putting it.
1: Um, You becoming part of that horse's herd. So if you imagine when you become one with your horse, um, I want you to imagine that you're a mare and foal and the foal doesn't run with the herd if you're, you're the horse is in a, a herd but the foal doesn't run with the herd initially and there comes the day that the mum has to go out with the herd imagine you know, wild horses on the savannah um now that foal has to go with the herd and i really mean with the herd um because if it's too slow it gets left behind um or the horses other horses just mow it down you know if they begin galloping away from from danger and that horse isn't with them that they're in danger and, and the mare knows that so the, the foal at that point begins to understand that if it stays in the rhythm of the herd there's its security you look at horses we've all been out on a hack and you look at the horse next year and it's trotting along at exactly the same rhythm you look at race horses they're trained with a pacer Their security as a youngster is to go out on the gallops with a pacer. The one that wins can extend their stride and win the race. But their harmony is in running together. So that's what you're feeling, Jenny. That wonderful moment is you becoming part of your horse's herd. And then when you take that music out away from home, that musical herd comes with you. It's that one point you can shut out. All the other horses from the other herds, the other riders, the other situation, You're in your herd with your horse, and and they're
0: hearing that music. And they really are. And, and the thing that I love about it is that when you get your music, and you you have to love your music. You do really have to love it because you have to hear it a lot. Um, and when, and you will love it when it's the music that you and your horse love. I mean, there's no, there's no other way about it and then you take it to a competition and you do that competition and you know it's thanks to your music that I've gone and and qualified for the nationals I've gone and won the class which I was trying to do for years and years um and and you know you take that with you and that is that's like it's like security actually it really is it's like you hear your music and you go oh right we're home here we go we know what we've got to do and uh, the other piece that I love about it is because of the way that you do it the way that you suit the music to the horse, You, the way that you make it flow, the transition, the, the musical transition as well as the horse transition. There have been many times when I have been riding that test and the arenas run a bit faster than I was thinking or a bit slower or it's a bit deeper or they've spooked the in a corner and cut it off or something. And um, my horse because because it knows the rhythm of the music, she's done the counter transition at that point in time, because that's when the music changed. and I've gone Oh, okay. <laughs> because she's tuned into it as well I mean tell us more about how they do that I have a,
1: a national rider who um had a lovely piece of music um and the horse was, was quite exuberant um, and unfortunately got into canter um and was even more exuberant and unseated her and she's hanging around its neck thinking oh my god now what happened Unfortunately, yes, we put in a transition. So you, the transition within music is, is the, as in the transition with horses. So the music kind of went down and down, down, down and down. And she could feel the horse doing the transition without her because she really wasn't in charge. And then hooked her back in the saddle and just went off with the rest of the test in trot and she rejoined it. Um, and it just made me really happy that the horse is like, no, I've got this. I know it's a bit naughty, but I've got it.
0: I and mean, it's just incredible how they do. I mean, <laughs> you know, I I remember doing a, a thing with you once with my my little horse, Monty, my quarab. And oh. uh, you put on a piece of music. I think it was something like Pirates of the Caribbean, because, you know, it, you were just playing through different things and trying it out. And he suddenly found a medium trot and shot across the arena in this medium trot to it. I was <laughs> like, flipping heck, where did that come from? You know, because he just got the lift of the music. Time.
1: I had a beautiful cob that came to, a, I was teaching at a riding club camp. Beautiful, beautiful cob, didn't really do dressage. Um, and we were playing with circles. So bring the horse into a smaller circle, take the horse out, leg yielded out to a larger circle. Um, and the cob just suddenly did the most gorgeous working canter pirouette. And I said, Oh, that's beautiful. What a great idea to put that in there. And she said, Why? What was it? I so, said, oh, that, that's a working canter pirouette. And, and suddenly there was this round of, of applause as we were in a showground from all the other riders that were there at this amazing canter pirouette. But it was the horse that had suddenly gone, oh, well, if I'm that collected and if I'm on a circle and if I engage my own quarters, then you're going to want this, don't you? what it's called? And I love that in music we don't have to give things a name because not everybody wants to be a dressage rider. Yeah, you know, dressage after all, when I say dressage in music, dressage is the preparation of a horse for whatever job. Yeah, you know, if you want to hack, if you want to round up cattle, as as our dear little Lusitano's do, um, if you want to be an Avenger, if you want to be a show jumper, I, I do have a couple of um show jumping trainers who send people to me to find their rhythm, because the horse is you know rushing into jumps. Um, and in that case then they have their soundtrack isn't their soundtrack dressage it's that rhythm that they keep in their mind that even if you're in a jumper you don't hair around the arena health, leather you still have to have your rhythm and if you have your tune in in the background and and, and you know that's got me out of trouble on numerous occasions that you know you're schooling you can feel that point or you're you know, working in a competition, or you're out the hat, feel that point where things go a little bit beyond you. Take a deep breath and seriously hum or have your music playing in, on your soundtrack in your mind. And without your horse even knowing that the music's there, it comes into your rhythm, that he gets that feel through your body. And it's a wonderful sense of, of control. Jenny knows that I work. Um, a lot with with the Portuguese Portuguese horses and I train in Portugal and the UK um, in a classical way um, with advanced riders Um, and I can remember the first time me as a a British dressage person who'd only competed dressage um, within the UK meeting a trainer who said okay I want a counter transition nothing happened nothing I'm, I'm, I'm very cross, I'm very British. Would oh, your, your, your aids to canter must be different? And Pedro Neves, who is my, my trainer in, in Portugal, no. Transition to canter is poof. Now, within music, transition to canter is poof because you feel the music. And the moment comes when it picks up into character and it is just a moment. It isn't a, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I've got to kick, oh, kick, 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 put my leg back. Oh, please, can we get this, please, can we get this? It just happens. That, that's the magic of music. That's the magic of, of expecting that moment will happen. And you know, psychologically, we know that then if that's embedded in our brain, it gives us so much more confidence rather than going into a, a, a test or you know, any situation thinking, I'm not gonna get what I want. Going into a situation knowing that you're set up to get what you want. That's wonderful. That's great. And, and, and I know, you know, as you said, Jenny, you, you've experienced that. Mm.
0: Mm. It, it's an incredible thing, the effect that music has upon us, upon our mood upon our upon our psychology the wiring that it creates I mean it creates these things we know called anchors which are associations with things you know I I happen to be riding around the other day on my current horse who I don't have any music for actually so we need to meet soon Amanda nice. get some music especially for his trot rhythm because now he's slower got more impulsion I keep rushing <laughs> and keep being told off by Paula, who I know you train with as well and uh, Paola keeps going, Why are you hunting everywhere? Stop hunting everywhere you go. You're, you're, you're everywhere you go, you're not racing. I'm like, Oh, I'm just trotting along, actually. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> Just slow it down. So I think he'd probably quite like it if I got some music in my head that would help me keep the rhythm. But it, um, it creates linkages. So I was riding around the other day and I just had, I just put shuffle on my iPod, uh, iPad. We don't have iPods anymore, do we? But you know, on my phone, shuffle, load of music. And on came uh, Forever in Blue Jeans, which is my canter music with my mare that I know you helped it's me. Magic, yeah, it's, it's perfect. And all I had was up, up, up. That's what I remembered with the beat, with the <laughs> rhythm. And OK, although it wasn't quite the right rhythm for my horse, he sort of tried his best to get into that yeah. for me. But the, the feeling that came over me was that feeling of the day that we won was just incredible. It made me smile. You know, that's the that's the incredible thing about anchors that, and yeah. wiring and music, isn't it? And so when you're working with a horse and a rider and you get that feeling, you want to lock it in, don't you? And that piece of music just does it for you.
1: I always tell people to use a little shutter technique. You know, imagine that your eyelids are a camera. Feel your moment. Feel everything about that moment. Anchor it into the music. Feel how happy you were. Shutter your eyelids and seal that moment. And then when things aren't quite going right, shutter your eyelids and bring it all back. Yeah, you know, I, I adore visualisations, so pieces of music. You know, I'll often work with anxious riders who are in a huge arena. Well, OK, let, let's imagine we're not in a huge arena. Where would you rather be? Um, let's anchor somewhere nicer to this piece of music. And, you know, a lot of people want to be on the beach. So we have this great visualisation of you know, the, the, the points on the arena are marked out with seashells. The sea is coming in. You can smell the sea, the sun on your face. Other people I have one client who really wants to be trotting down the country lane. She wants to be able to leave her yard. And so her anchor with the music, she has a country lane with grass at the sides and flowers. And when she wants to turn a corner, we put a signpost on the corner to tell her to turn left go around the corner. Do you know what? She's making it around an arena away from home now. And, and the most amazing thing is that the horse doesn't know what your visualisation is, but it still believes that it still buys into that visualisation. Um, as you said, Forever in Blue Jeans is a magic piece of music. Um, I used to play that when I was based with an, an advanced dressage rider. Um, If I was working with a client and and the advanced dressage rider would be trotting around the outside, and I can remember saying, for God's sake, I wish you wouldn't play that because every time you play that, my advanced horse just wants to go into canter because it hears it as canter. Um, And and this horse truly believed it, you know, that there is a bounce and a cadence. So all of those musical terms, what do we want? What was Jenny saying? Um, She doesn't want to hunt on. So she wants the horse to to sit back on its haunches a little and lift up. Um, Within music, there are moments that that make us half halt. It's horrible, isn't it? If you have an instructor that's constantly saying to you, huffle, huffle, huffle. But us as, as humans want to engage with rhythm. And so in one piece of music, we will immediately contain our body and wait for the downbeat. And that is the engagement for half walk the engagement to get more cadence, the engagement to keep the horse with you, engage its core as you would. You engage the core, it engages the core, to wait for the moment when you can allow those feet back down to be in rhythm with the downbeat of the music. It's humans. Um, I'll explain I've studied the psychology of music. I have several friends who are music therapists and I've plowed my way through lots and lots of papers and books on the psychology of music. Um, and there are so many useful tools in there for us as, as writers. Um, but the basic rhythm is um, it, it's something, actually, unusually, that, that bridge designers have to take into account. When they design a bridge and the harmonics of the wave, of people walking across a bridge. Because as humans, we like to get into rhythm with other humans. So as we walk across the bridge, we fall into synchronicity with the other people on the bridge. And that frequency actually can break the bridge. There are bridges that have had to be closed because people were walking across it in synchronicity. And the wave began to break down The bridge. Imagine when you're in the theatre, you're listening to a band, everybody starts to clap along. It's a wonderful feeling. Um, But you also (laughs) notice the guy four seats down that isn't really in rhythm with everybody else. You can really hear it. So that point of, of harmony with your horse, I find is really, really useful. Whenever I go into the arena to, to school of Borea, my horse, um, I just put on a piece of mindful music, rhythmic or mindful music. And what I'm doing is trying to get into my moment and feeling is everything with me. Are the shoulders, the haunches, the feet on the ground, are they all in that rhythm? It's a great way of hearing, is there um, a degree of unlevelness? Is there a degree of lameness? Um, is there some tension? Yeah, we, is maybe the left hand not coming through as the right? Um, is there anything holding us back? Because I'm very, very aware that we go in to have lessons or we go into school and we have a purpose in our mind. This is what I'm going to do. We very rarely go into the school and say to the horse, okay, how is it for you today? That piece of mindful music is a real. Okay, how are we doing? You know, and and it might be that my horse goes, dear. Um, that left hand, that's, yeah, that's that's really holding me back. Um, and beyond that, I then like to use that music in in the box because I'm really really aware that sometimes I open the door, barge into his to his space, and completely upset his rhythm. Yeah, you know, he was in there chilled in space, and then I go in. You've know, got a brush in my hand, brushing boots on the other arm. We're going to do something rather than you're not going to say hello. You're not going to engage with me. We're just going to do this, are we? And it, it begins to make that harmonious relationship from the ground up. You know, I do all my groundwork with music, whether it's long raining, lunging, in hand work. It's that little bit that I then don't have to, to worry about. The horse is getting into a rhythm with me before I've, I've even had to fret about it, or bother about it.
0: You know, I really would
1: advocate, as you tell, I love my music, but I really would advocate it. It doesn't really matter what you do with your horse, hacking, jumping, cross country. it's so useful. I'm now working on a little project with a company, and we're talking about you. Uh, ulcers in horses and are we you know agitating them and are there ways that we can begin to calm them through music whilst addressing these issues so this is a really nice. interesting mm.
0: yeah that's fascinating and so you say you always have music on, you play different things. Um, one, of the, one of the comments we've had here is that you're, you're fab. You helped Emma's horse develop a medium, trot and canter without the lessons. Um, she wouldn't have nailed it. Who knew an Irish draft like reggae? And uh, from what you were saying there as well, I mean, I've been surprised with some of the music choices I've ended up with with my horse because we've let them choose. I think um, Fraggle Rock was one at one point in time, yeah, randomly. Yeah, I can remember um, that. But that's great.
1: and it's very jolly, and I think you were being quite serious at
0: the time. I was. I just You're got this new horse, know. and I had all these expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in serious mode. Like right so I wasn't surrounded by Portuguese. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, you know, that brings on the question that people often ask is what type of music should you use? Should you use very chilled classical music? Should you use and I'm not necessarily talking about for your dressage test, because obviously that's a slightly different thing, perhaps. But, you know, when you've just got music on and, you're just playing it and I have one of those wrist speakers for my horse because then they can hear it as well rather than it just being in my ears because I like my horse to hear it and although they pick up on our rhythm don't they our body it's better if they can hear it for sure it helps them but what you know if you just want to put some on when you're schooling or when you're lunging or when you're doing something what kind of music would be good if you you know do different things for different moods or do you just chuck anything on and see what happens what would you say would be good
1: so during especially during lockdown i found that when i I was getting out to see people and people were getting very stressed now if you think about it our horses were on on lockdown they're always on lockdown They're, they're you know box and stable um they're not necessarily going out and about so they didn't understand how suddenly our moods changed um, so during lockdown, I started thinking about how could I reach out to people. So I have lots of, of playlists that are on um, Spotify. That so w- there is relaxation. Um, there is looking to the future. So the, there are pieces of music that enhance what we want to achieve. You know, I certainly found. At the beginning of lockdown, there were a lot of horses that were very frustrated with with the rider because we were were somewhere else. And what I needed was to find pieces of music that almost had breathing within them because we'd all started uh, holding our breath and just waiting for what the hell was going to happen next. Um, So I have a very odd musical brain in that I feel the horse communicates with me what it needs so i ride a a beautiful i'm very very fortunate that the portuguese let out a Lusitano from portugal for me um and he's my muse and he explains to me what a horse wants so yeah he certainly he felt that anxiety from the other horses in in my yard during lockdown Um, He explains to me over enthusiasm and and how he needs help containing that. So I ride to pieces of music and sometimes I'll put a piece of music on and go, oh, this is going to be absolutely perfect. And I can hear his little Portuguese voice going, sweetheart, never in a million years. So I, I think we have to have the confidence to start somewhere. So, yes, I'm really, really happy to share my playlist with everybody. And that's the beginning of your journey. As Jenny said, she um, used to bring pieces of music with her and say, I'd really like this. And so there's a a moment of truth in that music because to the rider, they're saying, this is me and my horse. I think this is really going to suit us. The clever part of becoming a better rider with music is putting that on and then not going, I'm going to make you move to this. It's putting that music on saying, can you move to it? Does this make life better for us both? Is this easier? If it's not getting easier, you've put on the wrong piece of music. You've not understood what your horse was saying. You know, as, as we say, you know, the horse speaks in whispers. You've got to be very quiet to hear what they're asking for. And we know that there are adamant riders who might wish to mould every horse um, in exactly the same way. But what I want is for the music to allow the horse to express itself. So make mistakes, play pieces of music, um, and feel if things get better. Yeah, you you really can develop um, an amazing medium trot. I had a a beautiful lesson this week um, with a young lady who rides her mum's horse. And she feels incredibly under pressure because perhaps mum's more advanced rider gets more out of the horse than she does. Um, And I put on a piece of music and said to the rider, what do you think of this piece of music? She said, I don't feel any harmony in that at all. I feel a real tension. It, it, It really upsets how we move. Which was interesting because that was her mom's dressage music. So we then played until we found music that, that horse liked, and it was really quite different. The explanation of what the horse wanted from the younger rider than the mother was really quite different. Music, and and they did exactly that. But they they did a beautiful, you know, shoulder-in trot and looked across the diagonal and I said, okay, see what the horse wants to do. What does the horse want to do? And the horse wanted to show her this beautiful medium trot because they got into the harmony. The the rhythm wasn't running away. That trot stayed with her. So she'd never got medium trot before because the horse had always broken into canter. But because they got their mojo together, because they got within the rhythm, as she went across the diagonal, the horse just said, look, I can really, really extend my stride, stay in the rhythm. So it is about you finding your harmony, even my playlists, all of the ones that, that are out there. Um, you yeah, know, there's a couple of playlists that are walks, trots and canters. Now they're gonna start you off on a journey. Um, and I would like everybody to be able to find their own music. You yeah, when people come to me for dressage music, I'm always gonna be new want more. You know, If you come to me and you're great, I want you to be magnificent. I want to empower you. Um, I work, I'm really, really lucky to work with um, a member of the elite para squad. Um, and that's fantastic, because of course, as a para rider, she hasn't got phenomenal strength or stamina. And when we're choosing music, we're choosing a piece of music, that enables her to ride a very strong, very opinionated stallion um, with a harmony that allows the horse's energy to lift and carry her and not for her to be able to, having to fight it all the time. So you, if you want to ride to music, open up your mind and expect wonderful, because if you expect wonderful, it will happen. And if you don't get wonderful, play your horse a piece of wonderful music and keep searching for the wonderful. And if not, mm. you know, message me and I'll help you with
0: wonderful. And you definitely do, because I've always found when I've come to you, sometimes just for a lesson to play with some music and sometimes to say, right, come on, I've got a deadline. I need to get some music for a qualifier or something like that. That's certainly how it started off, you know, because why would you go to a dressage to music person? If you weren't going to go and do dressage to music was the way that I saw it until I got to know you. And, uh, and I always remember you saying, why are you doing that level? You need to go up a level now. And I was like, because I'm not ready. And you're like, you are, because we're going to make your music help you. We're going to make it help you with your rhythm. We're going to make it help you with your cadence. We're going to make it help you to get the impulsion that you need. We're going to help your horse to help. And, and I've always loved that. So, you know, we're headed medium. Music now.
1: Yeah, but I think medium. Hey, I think medium is the best place to start. I think prelims are really difficult. You know, we go out and people say, I'm just going to do a walk and trot, I'm just going to do a prelim. They're really difficult. A 20-meter circle holding your horse up that isn't really, really developed is so tricky. Um, And, yeah, we do need to have a little bit of shouldering, don't we? We do have to have a little bit of lateral work to help us hold our horse up, engage the hind legs, and yet we ask them to do a lower-level test. You know, it's great that you're going to do medium. I really think... You should. It's a fantastic way. Dressage to music is a fantastic way of getting your horse up a level. You can give it a go. You know, if you're at medium, you're just buzzing below advanced. Then you're an advanced horse and advanced rider. Um, And there's so much more that you can put in. Um, Going back to the Portuguese again, they never put their kids on horses that can't do it all. Children learn on Advanced horses, so that they have everything there, and I do think there's an element sometimes of you know, when we compete that we can compartmentalise ourselves. And oh, I'm only a novice dressage rider, and and you spent your whole career at novice. Yet in freestyle, we can give it a go. You know there are the elements that have got to be in there, but we don't have to put it in a way that catches us out. Um, Dressage stress can be really, really frightening for riders because they know that their horse isn't capable of a certain move in a corner, or they know that if they put that medium canter in, they're not gonna be able to get the horse back. Yet in a freestyle, we can make it your best ever training session. All the best bits of training, all those times when you think, oh, I wish someone was here. I wish there was a judge now. Your freestyle can be based on the best of you. And that's the fantastic thing about freestyle. That's why everybody looks forward to the curves. You know, those advanced horses, the international advanced horses that pretty much are doing a very, um, maybe two tests the whole of their life at, at that advanced level. And then they come to do the curve. Think of Charlotte de Jourdan at the 2012 Olympics. Um, I think of Gonzalo She is at the 2012 Olympics. Um, that, you know, he had some great kind of house music, which you know to really show up the, the PF. It's the moment when you can say to the judge, okay, I've been the person that you want me to be. Now I'm going to show you who we really are and who we can be. And, you know, Jenny, you going up to medium is saying to the judges, look, this is who we are, this is what we can be, rather than compartmentalising yourself. You, know, you see it with event forces and they're Afraid of dressage, God, they're brave enough to go around cross country, and yet you see them in a dressage arena, looking like they're trotting down the center line, ready to be shot. Um, they don't understand it. Lots of eventers come to me, um, for sessions with music, again to get that that harmony. The can do, rather than the is that the best you can do. I want everybody to be able to say, I can do this, and I can do it to whatever level I want. If you think about it, you know, okay, we're not all going to be international dressers riders, but there's a lot of those movements that would help every horse. You know, whether you want to hack or you know, happy hacker, show jumping, whatever you want to do. There are elements of dressage, you, the show jumpers that I work with. That really works for them. Uh, yeah, I want everybody to be, to be able to do everything. i to be
0: honest. <laughs> just want everyone to be amazing and feel good. And I know exactly. you've always said to me as well, don't go down the centre line apologising for being there. Go down that centre line and go, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Look at what we can do.
1: Well, that's what we did with Laura. So Laura Gulliver, kind of, yeah, it's tough when you, you're a, uh, an elite rider. And there are a lot of very well-known uh, power riders. And she comes down the centre line to, right here. Right now, right here, right now. Halt. Um, and I could see as soon as I put that piece of music on, this person and the stallion grew like, yeah, that's who I am. Um, and she's even had her team wear now. Um, she's actually had it put on t shirts. Um, I, I know we were at Wellington uh, last week, uh, and the other team members was like, oh, we love Laura's music because she just comes in. And from the moment the music comes on, that's them. The judge knows who they're judging. The the judge isn't judging a facsimile of of somebody she'd rather be. The judge is judging them. Um, And, and yeah, we all need our theme tune. We all need our signature tune to remember, actually, you know, in our wildest dreams, who do we want to be? What do we want from life? And and that's your music. You know, I have beautiful pieces of music that, that I, I play with a boreo. And sometimes it, it puts me back to being in Portugal and riding there. Um, a wonderful moment when the Pride of Portugal ride um, rode at Olympia and we were involved um, with Shereen at Sussex Lusitano's um, the first evening when they practised and rehearsed in, in Golga. In, in Portugal. Um, and just sometimes we we go be part of that team. Um, there are some beautiful display ride music and, and we've created some wonderful quadrilles and performances. I love to use those for riders because I want my riders to get the feeling of how it is um, being in that arena and, and just having a great party and always having that party in your heart, something that you can have on it during a day's frustrations. And Jenny and I um, put on a, a, what I think was a a wonderful um, evening and display at Merist Wood, probably three years ago, if not longer. Um, And it, it, It was wonderful. Yeah, and we did have X races and we did have ordinary riding club, homies. A number of people that say to me, oh, we're just, you know, just riding club, ordinary riding club not one of those horses came in and went I'm only they all came in and said big audience music yep they should be here for me you know we did have that day uh national and international dressage horses x-racers riding club horses um not one of those horses thought they weren't as good as any other and they all enjoyed being in that big arena and, you know, when we had a sellout audience, it was a wonderful, wonderful evening. Um, Let's do it again. Um, they didn't think they shouldn't be there. We, should, we shouldn't think we shouldn't be there. We should, yeah, share, share the joy. Take it with
0: you. Yeah, absolutely. And even if you're not an extrovert or an outward entertainer, the beautiful thing about it is, is you go in and it's you and your horse in that bubble, and you know you don't have to be there go wow look at us we're amazing you can just go in and go let's do this together and the harmony will shine through that that in itself is enough to make well, it sparkle isn't it, it doesn't be have beautiful. to be like you know bah! it can just be beautiful it, it can be so you yeah, know going back to laura
1: laura has a horse who's, who's wonderful um was an international dressage horse Um, really amazing and it's kind of a a hindrance because I suppose people expect oh you know it's done it before but actually that doesn't make it the easiest horse to ride Um, she's got to be subtle to ride it she has another horse that she needs because she has her eyes firmly set on the Olympics and she has been given another horse to ride who is nowhere near as experienced she's got to work hard to, to produce this one to the level that's going to be required. Now, these two horses have completely different attitudes to life. Um, And so it's that ability that if you have an anxious horse or if you are an anxious person, um, or if you need to be subtle, then you have subtle music. I use an analogy for my clients of, I want you to imagine that you're riding within a snow globe. It's just you and your horse in there, and everything in there is is under your control, yours and your horse control. Your music's in there, and that goes with you everywhere. That's your bubble. Although uh, well, a rider this week said she wanted it to be a golden orb, it can be whatever you want. <laughs> I love a golden orb, so. But it's what you take with you um, to be your harmony. I'm not I, that enamored with with competing. That thought of, you know, is somebody going to be mean? Um, are you going to understand what I'm doing? Um, so I, and, and also, you know, when I was riding a, a young Aborio, a Lusitano, who's quite exuberant, that, oh my God, am I going to stay on? Um, I really need to, to focus here. I, I, I just want to be in my place. I want to pretend that we're at home and this bubble of your music comes with you now if you're not doing dressage to music it doesn't really matter that music's you're know, going to be in your head yeah we don't all have to be show-offs I do think most horses are, are quite gregarious and I do think most horses have a bit of a sense of humor um so we we sort of have to go with that but if if you are that yeah, but lots of riders are you. I see lots of riders who are anxious about maybe coming to a clinic. You know, getting your horse in a lorry, um, arriving at a venue, getting it tacked up properly, and not missing <laughs> something out. Coming into arena, maybe there are people there that are going to watch you. Um, those people don't need to be in your bubble, in your snow globe. You, know, if they're helpful let their thoughts in but if they're not they don't exist they're not there it's just you in your bubble go around in your happy bubble finish in your happy bubble get your happy bubble back in your lorry your box your trailer um and go home you you a lot of horses do really enjoy that taking their music so they might you, maybe an anxious traveler we would take their music with them in the trailer now that doesn't just help the horse it helps the rider as well how many people do you know get a little bit anxious loading a horse up and then you have one of your most possess, you know one of your most precious companions um vulnerable to all the other traffic it's, it's very stressful take, take your music with you start from the moment you leave the yard to create your bubble your defense against the world um and, and i love that you You don't necessarily want to be judged. I think we all self-judge one another. What we mustn't be is overly self-critical. Take the the you on a good day with you to every competition or to every hack or every time you go out.
0: Yeah. And if you can add music to you on a good day, it's that thing we were talking about, the association, those anchors. You listen to it, it creates. It does. It literally fires the neurons in the brain that connect together. And you cannot help but feel it. And, and, you know, playlists in the car. I mean, you talk about bubbles. I do exactly the same with my riders. We create bubbles, the amount of bubbles people have been in or had or thrown in front of them, all sorts of things that go on with bubbles. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, saying to people, look, if you've got a long drive, like I had one client recently had a long drive up to regionals or nationals. And she said, oh, I said, we'll start from the word go. Put your playlist on that makes you feel good. You know, crack along to it in the lorry. Sing along. Do You know, if you want to chill out, put a chilled out one on. You can choose. And, and the coolest part, and I say this a lot during lockdown when I was talking about things, the coolest part about things like music is sometimes you can't get your brain to cooperate until you get your body to. And other times you get your body to do it and trick your brain. And actually, the quickest way to trick your brain is to get your body doing it. And the quickest way to get your body doing it is to do something like listen to music or do something good or move or something like that. And music connects to your brain in a way your brain can't help it. It has to connect to that music if there's an emotional connection. You know, if it's just a piece of music, it's a piece of music.
1: So, you know, trick it. it. It's that, you know, creating that complete feel, that piece of music that just makes you feel happy, just makes you feel a better person. Reminds you of somebody walking past the arena one day, going, "God, you look great." Yeah, take yeah. it all in. That's all in your bubble. Every lovely bit that ever happened to you. Mm-hmm. I, I think we all. I always say to clients, "You're a scab picker." Is there, and you like picking it? Let's get it. This, you know that. But it's really painful if he's picking a scab. But we do it, don't we? And and you know we. I have riders who come and say. I've got really, really bad hands, and, and I do, and then I do that. And he doesn't do that. And then we don't do that. And I, we play this little game called Flyway Peter, Flyaway Paul. And we have an imaginary post-it note. Like, okay, we're writing that on a post-it note that's going on his neck. Oh no, it was it's not useful. The wind's blown that one away. And so we carry on with these imaginary post-it notes until we get to. That felt really nice. Okay, you can keep that post it note. That's going to stay stuck and that's going to keep, come with you all the time. Um, but people come, you know, they they have to pick at scams. They have to imagine they you know, you imagine you've got a flat tire. You're driving your car and you imagine you've got a flat tire. And the more you think about it, the flatter that tire gets. You stop the car and it's not a flat tire at all. You've just wound yourself up. Um, these these post it notes, I think, work really well. Says so it's flyaway Peter, flyaway Paul. Nasty thoughts, nasty things that anybody's ever said it, about you. Let them blow away in the wind. They, they don't have to come with you. The good stuff comes with you. Stop capitulating that negative thought. Have your happy, positive music, your happy, positive thoughts. Um, the world, Putting the world at bay. You're not always thinking, oh, God, I've got to get on my horse and I've got to be out of here in 20 minutes because I've got to put the kids up. Or, oh, my God, you know, what am I going to do? Oh, I've got an interview coming up. Your horse doesn't need to know that. Your horse wants to live in happy horseland with you. And and if that music going on triggers something in your horse's mind, do you know, let's be mindful. Let's be a little bit more like the horse and, and live in the moment rather than always thinking about my trainer said that, um, I wasn't good and that wasn't good. The trainer didn't mean that your hands are always bad. The trainer meant at that moment that wasn't quite the right thing to do. But we tend to take these negative things and carry them with us. It's completely, I'm probably the world's worst. I'm probably the world's worst.
0: So believe me, I need music much more. (laughs) That's often the way, isn't it? When we become really good at something it's because we need it.
1: And we, we, we share a trainer. And his moment of why'd you do that?
0: Why'd you do that? <laughs> I, you do that? I don't know. I just you did. It? He doesn't even want you to answer it. He's just, that's just his yeah. way of going, what? What? Why? Why, did that Why? Happen?
1: <laughs> and now it just makes me laugh.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> it. It. yeah like you you try not to laugh woman. at him at the time, though.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't succeed, I do laugh. And it's, yeah, but I can feel my horse doing that as well, going, why did you do that? And actually it's a really good prompt of, okay, yeah, you're right. Maybe I am hanging on to this a little bit too much. And, yeah, a bit too
0: much leg. And why did I keep asking for more? Um, when well, I was quite happy in the harmony the moment. Yeah, that's it, exactly. So we have had one question come in that I would love you to answer, which is really interesting. Well, it's not a question, but I'm gonna make it one, which is my horse is always second guess a test. I think music might make it worse. So just quickly, if you think you've got a horse that does guess the test or thinks they know what's coming and you wanna do music and you're worried that actually the change in the music or something might prompt them, um, what would you say about that?
1: This is a really very interesting one. And for me, um, it highlights the fact that when you ride a dressage test, it has to be how, and if you're having it called, cool, it's so dictated. But of course the horse, aren't you? It knows what happens at A and what happens at C and what happens when you go down the center line. Now, um, when you design, when I design my freestyle, I don't keep schooling the freestyle. I ride, usually have a piece of music walk piece of music trot piece of music canter the horse doesn't need to know the test you don't need to keep riding that test if you don't keep riding it the horse isn't going to second guess it you need to be able to do you know, if, if you're doing that level of test an accurate circle you need to maybe show your difference in strides higher level you need to be able to say show changes yeah you need to know the test But the horse doesn't. You don't have to keep riding it through till the horse has learnt the test. I ride the elements of my test to the piece of music. Put it together finally um, nearer the day. Maybe practise the test occasionally fully together just so I can get the feel of it on the horse. But really what I want in freestyle is for you to forget your British dressage MCI, FCI, FEI brain, you must do this. That isn't how the test works. You know, A lot of people are flabbergasted when they come in to do a freestyle and they can't have somebody call the test, but I always have somebody call the test. Well, you, you don't need that. This is the release of finding the harmony in what you're doing. And it's so important to leave that dictatorship of the the test the test that frightens you the test that has parts in it that, that are going to upset you I want you to learn the harmony with that test so if you want to do a test, freestyle test certainly when I put one together it, I could probably do a 40 minute session in the school with my horse on walk trot canter which are the elements of my test um, and so for example if I were going across a diagonal which I did a medium trot I like sometimes that that's actually a diagonal that I might use and then change it slightly to make it a legume you know re- event horses show jumping horses people always go oh my horse absolutely loves it because they're engaged you're you're in the moment you expect it to be slightly different although there are jumps there you come in slightly differently so you're constantly thinking of, of how you've got to pick the horse up, how things are going to change, how am I going to get it there? In a dressage test, I think it's easy to switch off because you've got that drone of enter at AX, horse, send down to C, uh, turn left, and the horse is a bit like, don't need to think, yeah, just going to do it. Whereas if you can engage with the horses, so as you're training, things things differ. As you get to see, the horse will be like, okay, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? What can I give you? And that's why it's really, I I, I absolutely hate just creating a piece of music for somebody I've not worked with because I want you to engage in dressage with your horse. He's not going to second guess. Um, he shouldn't second guess in, in other tests with without music. Um, we should be riding in the moment so that the horse is always saying,
0: What do you want? What can I do for you? Amazing. I love that. And um, we haven't got time to go into it today, and I'm sure people don't want to hear me talking about it yet again. But uh, working equitation, I love because, yes, we have the dressage phase um, and it is a set test and we've got to do it. But when we get to the ease of handling and the speed, your horse has to say, where next mum, what now mum, because it's in a it's in a, an arena full of obstacles, it might know what the obstacles are, but it doesn't know what where you're going to approach them from, how you're going to do them, what you're going to do, and it keeps them engaged, and my horse loves it, he loves it, you look at the pictures of him, his ears are pricks the whole way through, because he's going, what now mum, what next one, what are we doing, which speed are we doing that at, because he doesn't know whether we're doing a walk or canter that time, because it's different depending on which phase you're in, and you have to tell them, and
1: it's Brilliant. a reason for dressage. What we forget is the history of dressage. We forget where dressage came from. And I certainly know in Portugal, it's, you know, like you should be able to do it like it's going to save your life. Because if you've been a cavalry officer, you wouldn't be going, well, I'll give that canter pirouette another go. Because somebody will be coming at you with a saber. And the just Riders, I sometimes say, just imagine you're a cavalry officer. You've got to do this. Like your life depends on you.
0: Yeah. Ride it like and it we'll, we'll end it on that. There you go. Ride it like you stole it. Do it like your life depends on it. It doesn't, but do it really well. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much, Amanda. It's been absolutely wonderful. And, you know, I, I know we can always get into some really fascinating areas of this. And you're, you're such an expert in it and so passionate as well that it's absolutely gorgeous. So if anyone wants to get hold of you, ask you any questions, maybe have you out for a clinic now that we can do that again. Yay. I will be. I've got to book you. How do they do that? How do they get hold of you?
1: So You can find me on Amanda Birch Dressage Music on Facebook. Um, you can find me um, on Amanda at Birch Dressage Music, gmail.com. Um, there is a website, Amanda Birch Dressage Music. So I really just bung Amanda Birch Dressage Music into the search engine. Um, I'm always available to answer questions. Um, there's always, there are always little tips on Facebook. There are quite a few YouTubes. I just want people to come and join in yeah i'd love you all at clinics there are loads all over the country um doesn't matter what you got bring it along we will
0: love it yeah and it's gorgeous to watch as well isn't it watch people because you do you see that moment when they click so go and even if you haven't got one you can do anything with or it's a bit Um, far away to travel come and watch because now we're allowed come and watch
1: come and join us
0: yeah and we will have that party yeah we will do another big display we will i was thinking about that the other day and i was thinking yeah i do you know i'm getting a yearning for doing this again i'm glad you've now said it as well because we'll do it we'll make it happen we always do don't we put our heads together and it happens it happens and the magic happens indeed (laughs) well (laughs) thank thank you so much Amanda. you're absolutely welcome it's been a pleasure and we'll see you soon Bye -bye. bye-bye and I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. If you want to listen to more of them, then please do follow us in Apple, in Google and on Podbean. Hack Your Mindset with Jenny is the name of this podcast. So please do subscribe, follow us and we look forward to you listening into our next one. Bye everyone.